If somebody wants to do something, they'll do it. Huge believer in that. And whether you think you can or you think you can't, you'll be right. If you want to achieve it, then you absolutely will. And that's not just running, that's anything. Who wants to be an entrepreneur? This isn't a quiz show. This is reality. A real-life discovery of what it really takes to be an entrepreneur. Welcome to a new season of podcast episodes of personal and business coaching topics and techniques around the three pillars of HEW, health, excellence, and wealth. HEW is introducing guests to the Who Wants to Be an Entrepreneur show based on their own personal experiences, a full real-life account of trials and tribulations of what it takes. So, Phil, thank you for joining us this morning, bright and breezy. Good morning, and, um, breezy, all right. <laughs> very breezy after the storm, um, but not to stop us creating a storm in here. Um, so, yeah, thank you for joining us. I've titled this, or entitled this, The Self-Made Ultramarathon Man. But before we get into that, film, I want a little bit of background and a little bit of context in brief about you and your business, because... Um, first and foremost, you are a, a self self-made businessman, and I want to know about your business and the driving force and the motivating factors of why then business. Okay, yeah. So uh, good morning. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me on today. Um, yeah. So the business really, I'll not go back too far. Uh, it's too many chapters in my working life. <laughs> uh, starting out as a joiner, but there you go. It's a different story. But um, yeah. So I, I came into uh, into advertising and, and predominantly offline advertising uh, nearly ten years ago now, working for a small agency in South Yorkshire, and then it just kind of manifested itself into into getting really into the business uh, and getting on really well with the with the uh, the, the owners of the company. And then, subsequently, it kind of came to where where the owner of the business he was he was obviously looking for a, a way out, a, a retirement plan, if you like, which made then perfect sense for me to ask the question: Well, what's happening with the business? And uh, uh, that allowed me then gave me the opportunity to set up my agency as as, as Route One Advertising. Fabulous. Okay. To put into to put into context about the self-made ultra marathon man, in conjunction with being a business owner, some may think that just being a business owner itself is enough hard work, and then you come into the fore with um, running all of these crazy marathons that you do, and all of these extreme physical challenges and sports that you partake in, and. I want to really delve deep into that, Phil, today, not necessarily on the business side of things, because for you finding the time, for you finding the right attitude and the mental behaviours behind all of this that you do and continue to um, juggle and balance every single day, I want our listeners to basically find out from you what it takes in respect of doing it all. And why and how you can do it all and push yourself to limits that you do. So can you give us a little bit more info around the physical challenges that you do and why you choose them? 
Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, running's always been a part of, of my life, my family's life, uh, even from school in PE. It was always a case of if we were throwing or jumping, I'd just say, look, can I just run around the tracks? I really don't like throwing and I really don't like jumping. So running's always been a huge part of, of, uh, of what I do. Some say that you're running away from things, but when you're running on a track, you're kind of coming back around every 400 metres. But uh, it's, uh, so it's always been a part of our lives, whether that be competition or just for enjoyment or just keeping fit for other sports. So it's, it's, always, it's always been there, whether that's uh, just at the weekends, weekends, whatever that may be. But from, a, from an actual competition point of view, it's just kind of it's just manifest itself into various challenges, various successes, really, right across the board. Um, from doing my first Sheffield Half Marathon in 2005, which I remember it well. I did it in a T-shirt that I got from Next. I didn't have a pair of old football shorts and a pair of second-hand trainers. Now, if you tell me that now, then I definitely won't believe you with what you spend on various kit. But um, And then through the years, it's taken me... It's taken me to uh, other countries to race, whether that be just kind of accidentally on purpose finding a, a 10k or a half marathon where we've been on holiday um, and travelling, but uh, through to then um, a lot longer distances, such as I've done a, a half Ironman, I've done a number of marathons now, uh, and through to uh, through to ultra marathons as well. So this this takes you right back to school, basically. Um, in terms of you, you know, you finding your kind of um, passion and finding your rhythm and, and what makes you tick. At what point did you realise that you could still continue to do this and create and build and grow a business as well? Because as I mentioned at the beginning, being a business owner and, a, and, and putting all your heart and your soul into it is one thing being a business owner and then creating the challenges that you do as well because I want us to talk about your ultra marathon and the self-made uh, ultras that you've that you've you know put yourself through created how on earth do you manage to do all of that mm. well I, to be honest I think it's if if you're a business owner or you're or just a very busy individual and also a runner as well, I think you find time. I know it's the the age old thing of there's still twenty four hours in a day. Same for everybody. Um, and I, but I think it's I think it's important that you believe what you're doing is right. I think if you, if it becomes a chore, then you find excuses not to go. Uh, if you put it in your diary, for example, if you know routine is a big thing in, in any family, any busy life nowadays, but uh, I think if you say, right, Wednesdays, I am I'm out training, Wednesdays is a training night, everybody knows that in the house, everybody knows that in the office, so it can't be a late a late day. Yes, there are exceptions, sometimes you're a business owner, you do have to, do, you have to go that far, but uh, a lot of it comes down to, you need that time away from the office, you need that headspace away from, from business. But and then also, when you get that submerged in in running and athletics, I think you need time away from that as well, which in turn then becomes your business. So you're all in for something, but then I think it becomes a little bit unhealthy if you're all in for one thing. For me personally, there's a lot of other people out there that will think differently, but I think if, if I went totally all in on my business, then then other things, my health starts to suffer, my family life starts to suffer. If I go all in on my family, then my health, again, my health starts to suffer and the business will. So it's about getting the three big areas of, of certainly of my life, try and get those as, as close to 33% as you can 
then I think everything just starts to, to piece together very well and, uh, and each has a knock-on effect for the, for, the, for the other. Was this always the case? Was this your plan? Or has that kind of 33% balance, per se, through your three core areas of, of, of your life, has that been kind of something of a, of a realisation? Um, I think it's difficult, and I, and I say thirty three percent because I think that just gives it equal equal time. It's not always about time. Uh, it, I think it's about effort, um, and I think if uh, if you've been working uh, early mornings, late nights, so I haven't I haven't seen my daughter or my wife in the morning. I haven't seen them again at then at night. I think then it comes down to quality time at weekends. So for me, that becomes the the thirty three percent. If you like, I'm just kind of just made made that up. I like it, um, but uh, I think it's I think it's key that whatever you are doing, you are you're present in that moment and you're giving it you're giving it what what it deserves ultimately. Okay, so how important for other business owners that are listening into this? Um, and people looking to build their businesses and, and create and scale up, how important would you say it is for them to create something of that that physical and active lifestyle as a priority? I think you, you read you read so many books when you first start out in business or, or just or, or thinking about starting out in business or, or starting anything for that matter. You, you go to educate yourself on that topic. And uh, you speak to any of the, the highest performing business people, highest performing athletes, and they'll tell you that it's all about routine, it's all about um, the, your, your, your morning, you win the morning, you win the day, and, and all the other cliches with it. But I think, uh, so I think there's a, a huge place for, for exercise and, and, and physical exertion before you start your day. I mean, it's a bit of a, not really practicing what I preach, it's very tough. I don't, I'm not a big runner in the morning, uh, maybe in the summer, but certainly not in this weather. Um, oh, so you're a fair weather runner. A little bit. Little, well, no, it's just, it's just where my training programme is. It's clever clever planning, that's what that is. Um, but, All instigated by the man himself. It, absolutely. But uh, you've got to, if you can't plan your own life, then you're struggling. But uh, no, I think it's, I think it's important whether, whether you find it easier to do it in the morning, easier to do it at lunchtime or easier to do it in an evening. I think it's very important that you do get out there and you ultimately just, you've got to let go. Um, and just the other day, actually, I was just thinking about how you've got to, you, you use your running time, for me anyway, again, you use your running time to maybe think about work. But at the same time, use your running time to to not think about work, um, and I think it's I think you've got to know when what those differences are. So yeah, in a, in I'm totally in agree in agreement with what you've just said there about um, adopting some form of exercise or you know active lifestyle in, and I think at first it is about finding out what then does work for you. There's no right or wrong and one size fits all formula for people to then be saying right okay up at 5:30 out on the uh, out on the pavements or whatever if then your work life or your family life doesn't um, allow for that with your responsibilities or if like you you don't necessarily run too well in the morning you know yourself you get into the stride you've got all of that awareness yourself so um I'm really pleased that you said that because even though through HEW and myself, through what I advocate, there's no one set piece. No. And, and you know, my my calendar through my training and 
my business can look different every single week. I try as much as possible, as probably you do, to get that routine in place. But it's about being flexible as well, isn't it? But then still making sure that you've ticked off all of your areas of your priorities that you need. Absolutely. And that that's the key thing. And and by no stretch am I saying that I'm a I'm a qualified coach. Um, I've done what I've done in my in my sporting life and career that yes probably a, a little bit more than than most but certainly I'm not going to the Olympics we don't need to worry about that I'm not missing my child's birthday I'm not I'm not not having a drink on Christmas day um, and uh, and I think it's it's absolutely that you've got to find something that works for you because if it doesn't and it becomes a bind then it, you become you be you don't enjoy it, and that's the that's the slippery slope. As soon as you stop stop enjoying something, um, you it's really it, it's just it has an adverse effect. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It all become it all becomes self destructive, doesn't it? You absolutely. put the you put the unnecessary pressure on yourself. Yeah. Um, it it creates overwhelm. Well, overwhelm versus underwhelm. Um, but you're continuing to try and kind of force it forward. Yeah. And I guess there will be days, Phil, and I, I want to talk about this with you, with, with mindset, um, because mindset is, is massive within this area um, of business and entrepreneurial lives anyway, but then particularly through the physical exertion that you go through. You know, you don't get to run a marathon in three hours and, and three minutes as you have without some form of um, elite mindset training. Yeah, it's absolutely, yeah. And I think, and for me, it just, I enjoy the, the almost the yin and the yang to it. Look, I, I, I like a beer as much as the next person and I like a late night and I like terrible food uh, and, and, I, and I certainly have my vices. But I think it comes down to you set yourself a goal and you say, right, okay, why am I doing this? And I think for me, the big, certainly my 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 big successes in 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 running in triathlon has been because the the why to it has been a, a damn sight bigger than just me completing it. Um, and whether that's just through if I don't do this, I'm going to be embarrassed. I've let people down. People have people have given me money to 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 buy new kit, to travel. Uh, there's been sponsorships in in the in the mix there as well. So it's letting other people down. But then at the same time, it comes down to other challenges that have been more charity based. Which in in that case, it isn't about you. It isn't about how you feel. It isn't about what you have to go through to 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 get on the start line it's about you getting the job done that's it end of for me that that was it and that was obviously the 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 big uh, the big ultra that i did uh, a couple of years ago yeah so uh, what with that then about getting the job done because this comes up time and time again and um i say time and time again with other business owners and coaches of different of, of different ilks and it is it, again it's down to that mindset so let's drill in into that so what elements of your training are what you would class as kind of critical essentials to make sure that you are that you are building that mindset muscle? Good, good, uh, good question. I think it's I think if you've got your end goal and I like to I like to start with the goal and then work backwards. And then so you see, you see right, what is it that I, I'm, I want to achieve? You've, you've got the idea of, of get as close to three hours as you can for a marathon. 
uh, or you've got a, a 42, 43 mile ultra, right, that's what I've got to do. Right, how do I go about that? It's not I can't, it's, it's, it's I don't know how to. So, so working that back through time, how much time do I need? What kind of training do I need to do? Who do I need to speak to? Who do I need to bring into this? And then with that, it all starts to piece together and it is one big jigsaw. You don't just kind of sit there and say, and say, right, my head's okay, let's do this. Because I think if you've got the plan in place, that fills you with confidence. So you've got the confidence of the process. I remember being on the start line to the York Marathon and, and it's, one of the, it's the fittest I've ever been. I was like a coiled spring ready to go and I thought, I need somebody to hold me back here otherwise I'm going to be, I'm going to be on, on the front of the, of the uh, Yorkshire Telegraph in a minute winning the race uh, or certainly leading the race anyway and then blow up after about four miles. But uh, it's about that and just the passion that you've uh, that you, you put into it. And again, surround yourself with the right people. Uh, if you've got people telling you that you can't do it, then that's going to get into your head. Or people that just don't care, just aren't bothered, just aren't interested. Why are you running that far? You're mad, you're stupid. Um, it, it comes down to being, a, being around the right people and then every little bit just ticks another box. And then that ultimately just keeps building your mindset or building your positive attitude. Uh, so you know that if something happens, you get a little niggle. Well, we'll just we'll just have a have a week off, have a night off, uh, because the plan is still there. The plan doesn't change. Um, I think then it, it 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 just fills you with confidence. If you don't have confidence, then that creeps into your mind, <clears throat> and then you you start to you start to believe that you can't. You mentioned there about your um, the people around you, and we've spoke about how you trying to have this 33% balance, being present in what you do, um, ensuring that when you're in that space, so if it's training space or family space or business, you put your all into it at that one particular time. How then do your other areas of life, i.e. family and your business um, family, how do they support you with your choice of training? Um, I think... um... A lot of it just comes down to, um, again, having the right people there. So with family, uh, family and running come hand in hand anyway. I think because we we regularly we all go to races, whether that's um, my wife, my daughter. She was uh, she was out in the in the rain across country, and she wasn't even a week old. Um, so that's, that is dedication of a family. Well, she didn't really have much choice, in fairness. But um, yeah, she'll get her own back eventually. I think. But. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I mean, as a as a family, we support each other. Um, my dad's still running at sixty, whatever he is, and and um, my mom's playing hockey well into a well into her fifties, and uh, and now chief bag holder, and just making sure that everybody's kind of warm and and, and everything else. So uh, it's about having that that those people around you, and and again, as I say not to get silly about this we're not kind of in the realms of 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 kind of mo farrer or anybody like that that has a person for every single aspect of his life that that's why he is where he is it's just about being around nice positive people it could be a parents it could be somebody that you you've you only ever speak to about running that you just you, you run with and don't actually even speak to him you don't even know the surname uh, it could just be that that you just you just need somebody else around you 
uh, at that particular time in your life and 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 that goes for a lot of things whether that's just somebody just to have a have a uh, have a meal and a moan with I heard actually just a couple of days ago uh, just to have a bit of a have a vent on something you need that person because if you don't have if you don't have that person you just really do struggle to do things on your own have you ever been in that position where you've not necessarily had that support um i wouldn't say ha- not had the support because i think if there's an element of that or you see that creeping in you change it very quickly because you've invested too much time and you there's too much at stake um and I think that there's the people that you just think, and it comes with a, with with age, with experience, with with time. Um, and I'll hold my hands up. There's certainly times has been and will be uh, where you go. You know what? I really, I've got to take myself out of this situation because you're starting to kill me. It really is not working for me this at all. You, you I'm questioning myself with what you're saying, uh, and I shouldn't be because I'm absolutely convinced what I'm doing is the right thing. Um, so you, you you ask yourself that question if it's right then then take yourself out of that situation uh, if you feel that that person isn't right for you so have you been on the receiving end then of somebody being negative or adverse to what you're trying to achieve a little bit yeah but I think you're always going to get that in, in any walk of life mm. uh, there's plenty of people out there that, that really don't understand why I run as far as I run and likewise, there's people out there that don't understand why I do what I do for a living mm. or how I conduct myself at weekends or whatever that may be. But if, if everybody was the same and everybody agreed with everything, then we'd be in a, it would be in a very sorry state. But um, yeah, I think if, if you haven't had any negativity in your life, then something a little bit wrong. Maybe you have got the ultimate mindset, I don't know, but... Uh, but yeah. Or you're, or you're really not pushing any boundaries. Yeah, or, yeah, absolutely. Or you're not doing things that you want to do. And I think that could be a thing that you're just doing things to please everybody else. So you spoke about your parents. <clears throat> and obviously your dad's still running and what have you. Is that a genetically blessed uh, situation that you have then, Phil? Because I always talk about the difference between skill set and mindset. And... I guess what I'm getting at is you hear about these individuals that absolutely go on to do some incredible achievements and, you know, have all of this under their belt. And you're clocking up some awesome accolades in this respect with the timings and the type of challenges that you do. That's not just going out on a park run and developing yourself in in that way and keeping yourself ticking over per se Mm. it's a lot more than that and I guess what I'm asking is do you think you have been genetically blessed in that respect or is it down to the dedication and all of all of the years of building up that momentum or does it come down to actually the hard work that you put in can anybody do this can any of our listeners that are listening in here and they're going yeah, I want to run a marathon. I want to run ultras. I want to like get my time down to um, sub four hours or whatever it is. How do how do they do it? Um, good question. And I think uh, just one there. I think if if somebody wants to do something, they'll do it. I'm a huge believer in that. And whether you whether you think you can or you think you can't, you'll be right. If you if you want to achieve it, then you absolutely will. And that's not just running. That's anything. Um, and I think if you, again, 
if you haven't got the right people around you, you go and find them and that helps. Um, and fair play to anybody that achieves something and they've, they've just got constant negativity around them then how they do that I really don't know and, and, and I'll be I'll gladly listen to those kind of people going back to just what you asked there about family and parents um, I think I don't think I don't know if it is genetically uh, blessed I mean yes okay having super long legs and being six foot one that it probably helps don't get me wrong but I think from parents point of view I think the the, the blessed that I am is, is just through support and 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 just being just being there when I say right I'm we've got this I'm doing the London Marathon are you coming yeah yeah we'll come yeah right okay I'm doing the uh, York Marathon are you coming yeah yeah we'll do that yeah yeah uh, we're going to Northumberland to do a triathlon yeah yeah we'll come we'll come so it's just that support and then people taking that much time out of the weekends that, that are precious that you think actually you know what I, I can't just drop out of this because I'm a bit tired you go through it and you go through those pain barriers because people have people are investing time to come and support you um, the the half Ironman that uh, did down in in, um, in um, Somerset a friend of mine came down with uh, with with his family and uh, and the weather was horrible for two days and I'm just thinking oh, I feel so bad that he's come down here camping if the wind was blowing the tent sideways uh, but just rounding the corner on the run after the swim, the bike, and, and just trying to finish up on the run, then just seeing people's faces, and there's an image that we still talk about now of, of, of him kind of running across this field to get to the other side where, where I'd then come out of this, uh, come out of this bend. Uh, and it's just stuff like that that stays with me for, for, forever because it's people's support and people's appreciation almost, even people that don't run. Uh, that aren't, aren't aren't necessarily kind of mad on the on the physical uh, physical sports world, but um, yeah, I think it's I think it plays a huge part if people are around you that that believe in you. Um, I think just going back to gay again, we were saying about my, my parents. My mum played hockey uh, to a, a an okay standard. It wasn't anything. It wasn't anything super, uh, but she played that well into a well into a fifties. Injury kind of put a put a, a, a stop to that a little bit but then um, as I say my dad's played football all his life at a good level his running was purely through the summer to stay fit which then I've taken that I've played my team sports in my time but then just found my passion with running and then I think comes down to the mindset of things just before an ultra that I did he I remember having a conversation with him uh, and he said, "Look, well, look. If if you, if it doesn't work out, then that's okay." I said, "No, it's not okay." <laughs> I said, "If if I don't, if I can't run it, then we walk it. If I can't walk it, then I crawl it. And there's absolutely no way that this isn't happening because of the why to this. And this was a big, huge charity uh, charity event <clears throat> because we'd had a, a, a quite a bad uh, incident within the family." Um, and it was all about that. So that was the the bigger thing. It wasn't about it wasn't anything to do with me ultimately. It was just I was just a a, a, a a product, if you like, to do this to do this challenge to get as much money as I could for this charity that had, that had, had helped our family and kept our family together. And that was a little bit. That was something that I just thought my family have done so much sport in their lives and achieved so much with sport. But I think then, I think it's me that's the mad one. <laughs> I think it's me that goes, you know what, I, I can take this to another level and I want to and I'm willing to put a lot on the line for it. Yeah. 
um, which is why it's taken me to ultramarathons. It's taken me representing Great Britain at, at age group level for triathlon, um, and and the other things that that kind of come along with it. And then ultimately in the business world of saying, right, I'm going to take this leap of faith. I'm going to put it all all on me. I'm putting my name above the door. Uh, if work doesn't come in, it's my mortgage that isn't going to get paid and people that work for me. Um, whereas the op- the flip side to that is my dad started uh, in a job at the age of 16, apprenticeship, worked all the way through and then retired at, at, at 50, yeah, at late 50s, 60, 60 years old at the same firm. So big opposites. But again, that's just the generational thing, I think. I think, I think um, your childhood... Um, an upbringing and um, what you've been exposed to has perhaps been a, a psychological influence to you as a can-do attitude. You speak about your parents' support, um, but you've you've had your eyes open to that being quite a norm as well. That you you know that you're active, that you do stuff, that you achieve stuff. And I think when when people are in those environments, they strive for more. Mm. And I think you've got that hunger pang from exactly that. And then you have gone, as you've yeah. said, to that next level, to that next level. It's like, oh, what next? What next? And it's like, you know, you're like a kid in a sweet shop over what what else can you go for and achieve and push yourself to? Um, so that, uh, you know, that all sounds great. And I highly, highly admire you. I want to know some gruesome stuff, right? Because... Not not in ultra running world. You don't want to know those kind of gruesome. Things. I want to know gruesome <laughs> stuff. We always hear about like the praise and the the nicest stuff afterwards of you know your memories and what keep what you know what keeps you going. I want to know the gruesome stuff of the training, of the physicality of things, of the the extremities that you've pushed your body to. What has that done to you physically, mentally, and emotionally? Well, I mean, the the obvious one is I've had I've had three good stints in in air boots from from stress fractures, uh, which then you tell somebody that doesn't do a lot of running and they just almost play hell with you. The fact that you've broken your leg from running, why are you running? Why are you running that far? Um, and it's just a it's a thing for me. I've obviously got a weak right shin, um, and and I know when it comes on, and I know what to do now. I've got got the boot that that uh, that, that goes on from time to time, and that wasn't good. That was that first time happened training for. I was up to kind of eighteen, nineteen miles training for Manchester Marathon. Then it, that just got um, kiboshed straight away because that was, and that was a big thing. You've put put in quite a bit of work, and then you just have to walk away from it because that's the right thing to do. I mean, to be honest, gruesome things are just hard sessions. It's raining. It's it's late, or or it's or it's or it's nice and sunny. Uh, certainly, the York marathons, the the beginning of October. You're training through the summer. Uh, there's plenty of plenty of training runs that were that were we were up and out for seven o'clock because it was just going to get a bit too warm, and your shorts on, shirt off, and running uh, with with carrying a load of water. Uh, and that's tough when you absolutely should be in a beer garden. <laughs> let's be fair. Uh, maybe not seven o'clock, but you should. That, that's what you should be doing in, in weather like that. And it's. Uh, so it's it's that you you kind of selecting what you want to do and prioritizing at that time. I think from a a, a really as you you put it there gruesome time. It, it last year was tough. I'll I'll openly admit that it was tough. Um, there was a, a business was was good. Business was very good, uh, but with that it becomes a lot of pressures, a lot of decisions to be made. 
and then with that then I didn't get the, my my 33% rule if you like uh, I didn't get that right and I got it very very wrong there was a lot of work and then you'd try and address that and then you'd have a lot of family time so then your, your work starts to suffer a little bit or you feel like it's suffering so it's that big swings in, in, in belief in yourself. Am I doing the right thing? Am I running a business correctly? Am I being a good father? Am I being a good husband? Oh, hang on a minute. I'm not doing any running whatsoever. Uh, and, and then before you know it, you, you, it's too easy to say, oh, let's, let's go up the road to the, to the pub for tea or, or let's, let's have fish and chips tonight. And it just slips back in. It happens. Everybody does it. So it was... It was hard to get your head round the fact of, of, well, look, am I, am I really putting my all into this business now? And running has to wait. Uh, am I making these these choices uh, to to not be putting my daughter to bed on a regular basis because I'm working late? Um, and it was really tough because you just don't know which way to turn. Uh, and when it's something like that, you can have all the people around you. Uh, but they, nobody understands what an individual is going through, um, and nobody, nobody can. They can always say, "Well, look, when I was like this, I did this," uh, and then it's up to you then to say, "Well, okay, I'll try that." It's never a fix, which, as we know, with mental health and and with anything like that, I think it's that's it, it, one of the worst things you can do, isn't it? Oh, you need to do. You need to go out for a run. You need to stop moaning. You need to do this. And that's why one of my races last year was a it was a, a twelve hour through the night uh, race, uh, and I say race because you could make it into an ultra, you could do you could turn it into a park run, entirely up to you. Started at six at night, finished at six in the morning. You could do one lap, you could try and take the course record, which was twenty nine laps, I think it was, uh, and it was a, a three mile loop round round a lake. So went into that. Not a great deal of running under my belt through the through the first half of last year, and I just thought, oh, let's give this a crack and, and let's just. It sounds fun. It sounds interesting. So you make the plan, you've got it all on paper because you start to sub submerge yourself in that. I guess a little bit of competition came out in me there and, and competitiveness, uh, thinking, look, let's be realistic about this. I'm not going to win it. I've never run past 26 miles, um, so. I'd got it on paper, roughly what I wanted to do. I'd got a, a, a plastic container full of Jaffa cakes and jam sandwiches and, and drinks and gels and everything like that. Uh, and we set off and I'd got the plan and I, and I stuck to the plan. And then it wasn't, it wasn't about the body holding up. It was about my mind holding up. Uh, and that race was, was absolutely, uh, it was, it was more of a, it was more of a mind exercise really. Um, can you do it? And actually, a lot of these things, I enjoy doing them because these elements where you just go, how cool is this? I'm running in the middle of the night. It's absolutely lashing it down. I've got my head torch on. Uh, I'm on my third pair of trainers, my fifth pair of socks. Uh, and uh, and I just think, I must be mad. I must be absolutely mad. Uh, but I'm not sitting in the pub at that time and I'm not playing on my video games. Uh, not that I've ever played video games, but... Um, I, I like to do things that aren't normal, that aren't people. People aren't doing things daily. Um, but I think yes, last year, as you, you, you'd asked there about gruesome, I think that was that was probably as maybe as gruesome as it's got mentally. As I say, physically, it's always it's physically. It's it's all gruesome <laughs> until you cross that finish line. 
yeah, last year was the uh, a big kind of it was a it was a, a a high low if you can call it that. It was a it was a it was a low that you say, right, how do I get out of this? How where do I go from here? I think that's uh, I think that's a good point then about what you said about um, you know the pressures upon you if you're not then keeping that balance and and then rightly rightly speaking about it it's it becomes an internal battle doesn't it it's an internal mental battle that then can quickly catapult out of out of control absolutely yeah how did that then affect um, you as a person emotionally and then how then did that affect your business um me personally really quite quite a lot to be honest because you think you, you, you don't feel like going out for a run but you know that's what you should be doing uh, you're not 100% focused at work and you know that that's what you should be doing so then you just you kind of it's a bit of a spiral really you're thinking well I'm not good enough for any of this lot anymore uh, and where do I go from here uh, it work work didn't suffer it, it didn't because nothing was missed targets were met and the rest of it um, it just wasn't enjoyable mm. um, and and as I said uh, from the f- at the start of this if you're not enjoying something you've got to change something because it, we're a long time here and no one's getting out alive and I think that it's I I say I was one of the lucky ones because there's plenty of people out there and you hear way, way too many stories of people not getting out of something like that. Um, and I think, luckily, I had the running. I had my family. I had the business that you just say, right, almost enough's enough. You've got to, you've got to do something about this. Um, and you speak to the right people. You, you change. You make little tweaks here and you make little tweaks there. I certainly didn't go, right, this is enough now, I'm going to do a 100-mile race. No, you don't, because that's just ridiculous. You've got to chip it away at it. You don't eat an elephant whole, do you? Uh, you've, you've, you start with a park run, you've got to drag yourself out of bed on a Saturday morning when you really don't want to, but you've got to go get out there and do a park run. And is um, that what you did? You just started yeah, little just incremental little bits, steps but again? It's, yeah, it's going out without your watch on, and it's going out with the dog with your jeans on, and then ending up, ending up going for a bit of a run. Um, and and just not putting too much pressure on yourself. Yeah. The day you put, you, you you say right, this I've got to do this. I've got to do that. Some people are fine. People, some people are absolutely fine with that because they have their list. They have their their regimented ways. Fine, it works for a lot of people. Circumstances change though, don't they? It changed for you. You oh just my, said last year. Well, the, that was one of your hardest with it. Circumstances <clears throat> change. It can be good one year, and you could or one month or whatever, and you can have your you can have your regimen, and you can have your routine, and you can have your mindset and your confidence. Yeah. The next month, wow, you're like, where did all that all that yeah, go? It is. And That's, just for you can't even then necessarily pinpoint that trigger point. No where you, you, you feel as though you've gone back to square one again. Yeah. And that seems to be one of um, the biggest kind of challenges for keeping the momentum going it of is. a positive nature. Absolutely. I think, it's in, I think it's in human nature to find excuses. I think yeah. it really is. You shouldn't, but I think it, it, it absolutely is. Uh, and, but I think if you can differentiate between a, an excuse and a reason, but then not, not using that reason as an excuse... Um, I think that makes a difference because I think I've got the I got the business. I've got my family. My daughter was 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 eighteen months, two years old, um, and it and it's a big change. It's a huge change. Uh, and and going back to when I was training for the 
uh, for the half Ironman. Um, I'd, I'd only just met my now wife. She was still living in, in Chester. I was at home with my parents. Um, I, I was a, a, a 20, whatever I was back then, that's some time ago. Um, <laughs> and uh, so I, I lived and breathed it. I wasn't working for myself at the time. So it was it was almost a number one priority. Nothing else, nobody else mattered. Yeah. So you could give it your all. You could live as close to a professional athlete as, as, as you can without being one uh, because you lived and breathed it uh, and you've got no other responsibilities. Um, <clears throat> whereas now changes massively. You've, you've got the responsibilities. You've got the, uh, whether that's financial or, or just being there and, and making sure that everything's working, everything's right. Um, and that's it. And you have to change that. It's a little bit like as you get older, your body doesn't recover as quick. So as you get more responsibilities, your mind might not recover as quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, change. You got You've got. I think you've got to. You've got to bear in mind the changes that are happening around you, and factor that in. Yeah, I like that a lot. It's 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 it, you know it's very very appropriate. Change having that awareness of change, having that ability to change, having that willingness to change. Um, and, and seeing and understanding the dynamics, but at the core of it all, which is um, which is the ultimate for me, is ensuring that you're looking after yourself, that you're being kind to yourself, mm. and then the pressure's not kind of, you know, dragging you down, because with that change and you know you spoke about different circumstances with family and business and the, all of the challenges, because it does. This is reality. That's why I've asked you about the gruesome stuff, about the training and and how then kind of you can slip back or slip out of any routine and um, injuries and mindset. I've asked you that intentionally yeah. for um, for the reality of it. Oh, it is absolutely. And and if you can go through a training program without any niggles, without any 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 doubts or anything like that, then good luck to you because you are going to be you're going to be worried on the start line. I can almost guarantee you that. Um, and uh, yeah, like I say, York York training went well, um, uh, but there was certainly the the the, the um, challenges in that training set. Mm. Um, but. I was I was confident in the plan that I'd, I'd adapted and and the the work that I'd done. I was confident in that. I'd had a good training partner. She was ready. She was looking for a, a, a PB time, and uh, and I remember standing on the start line. We looked at each other and went, right, we've got this. We we the plan has worked. We're here. We're on the start line, and that's the battle. Train hard, race easy, uh, and plenty of other cliches that, that I'm sure everybody's heard. But um. It really is, and and that's the same in in business. If you plan, uh, and uh, if you plan your day, then you you it's, it's half the battle. If you're just trying to wing it, uh, then you you're really going to struggle. I think um, great analogy, and I probably even picked it up from from yourself, Helen. That it was if you are going for a job interview, what do you do the day before? you're not going to the pub, you're not having a late night, you're not eating a big garlic curry or something like that. You've got your suit out, your shirt out, your sore ironed, you've, uh, you've, you've had a shave the night before, you, you've had your hair cut two days before, whatever that may be. So why aren't you doing that every day? What, you do, I do it for a race. Uh, when I've planned stuff, I've had all my kit laid out all over the, my, the, our main bedroom, not even the spare room because I've had that much stuff. Uh, and uh, I've had I've had my wetsuit hung up in uh, on the wardrobe. It's a wetsuit. Just screw it up. Put it on your bed. 
Uh, but it's just preparation, and, and if you feel confident in your prep, then then that is half the battle. As soon as any doubt slips into your mind, oh my lace is tied up. Oh my, oh, 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 is my is my zip okay on my on my tri suit? Is my bike ready? Are my trainers okay? Have I got enough gels? It's any doubt like that, it's 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 mind space that really doesn't need to be taken up. Yeah, yeah, I I I really really love that. And like you said, it's exactly the same in business. If you're not planning, if you're not pla- if you don't know what you're doing, you don't know what direction you're going in, you don't know who you're working with, you don't know how you're executing your week, then how are you going to execute your week? Absolutely. You know, if the doubts are creeping in, they're going to show up somewhere. Yeah. And that's often going to come back and bite you on the backside. Yeah. So yeah, really, really like that. And anybody um, that doesn't know Phil. Uh, I do have to just put this vision in your mind. I can imagine him hanging his uh, wetsuit up that he would never, ever screw it up at the bottom of a wardrobe because this man is always very fantastically turned out. He's always looking very, very dapper and very, very well presented. So that bit doesn't surprise me yeah, whatsoever. You, you've never seen me at the end of a marathon, though, Helen, or, or, or mile 30 of an ultra or anything like that. That's well, no, I've, I have seen photos, actually, <laughs> but that you know that that's excusable. <laughs> Not everybody is out there running 30 miles plus. Um, so yeah you've got an excuse there Um, just to wrap this up then Phil um, I want to ask you about business specifically on this one what has been your biggest surprise in business and being in business for yourself your own your own business owner well I think um, you you understand the fundamentals of business without a doubt Um, but I think I think the a surprise is is just the the headspace that it takes. I think that um, it's about having the right people around you, as I've said, and having that that outlet because there's as close as we are as a family, uh, as supportive as as close friends are, they just don't understand what you do. They don't understand the 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 kind of what it takes running a business. Um, so you need to find that person, that business buddy, accountability buddy, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but somebody that just goes, yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Don't worry, you're, you're not moaning, you're not, you're not kind of losing your mind, you're not, you're not scared of a bit of hard work. I totally get it. That's absolutely, yeah. You can be the the moodiest person ever because you can't find the right mobile phone deal that's not even relevant to your business. Uh, or, or you're or you're sorting your bills out for for your your gas and electricity of your office, and that was the thing that was like, I just want to do my job. I re- I just want to do my job, uh, but this is everything else that comes with comes with running a business, and how much you have to diversify. I think it's uh, I think it's a big thing about mindset, big thing about routine, um, belief, and 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 ultimately enjoying yourself. Um, <clears throat> yes, there's days when people don't want to go to work, but do you not want to go to work, or do you not want to do your job, or do you not want to be around the people you work with? Big questions, and I think that's something that I've done over the past two and a half years, three years uh, now, is is just keep asking yourself questions of where do you want this to go, and and finding out your why, finding out the reason for you doing this, because if there isn't really a reason and you're working kind of month to month and you just want to do it because I want a 80, 90, 100 grand paycheck, um, then you really, you're in it for the wrong reasons. You really want to go and fight, you might as well go and work for somebody else. Um, 
so yeah finding that why and I'm still searching I'm still really I'm still searching for that it's definitely about family it's definitely about making the most of my later years but that's not enough it needs to be a lot clearer um, and like it is with any race you sign up for why are you doing that is it just for the laugh is it, it is it is it for a charity thing is it for for to support somebody else what is it uh, and then when you've got that why when times get tough you come back to that or you don't even come back to it because you don't need to um, you just carry on ploughing through because you know that the end goal is is where it is thank you yeah i think you've covered some great components there that you know are crucial for people um to consider just to wrap just as a final final question what one piece of advice would you say to somebody who is considering maybe a running challenge or who is looking to um start up in business just one key piece of advice i think it really is why and plenty of people have asked me why uh, over the years but uh I think it, it is absolutely that because why why would you do something for the sake of it? But why would you not? Be, well, because it's not just for the sake of it. I think it's I think if it's got to, if you say right, I'm going to run a marathon, or I'm just going to get up Saturday morning to go and do a park run. Mm. You, you're getting up Saturday morning to go and do a park run because your friends are there. Yeah. It's getting you up on a Saturday morning. You can justify coming home and having a bacon sandwich and a couple of pints watching the football. Um, it might be that you're coming back from injury. You might want to do a, a full Ironman or a, or an ultra marathon because it's a challenge. You've it could be a, a health challenge or a charity challenge. Uh, your business could be just absolutely that you you need to get to a certain amount of income because you want to start up a different business uh, or you need this money to send kids to college or, or university. It's an American now to, to university. It, it, whatever that is, that's why you're doing it. For me, I don't think you just you don't just set up a business for the sake of setting up a business, because if you are, then you're in it for the wrong. You're in it for the wrong reasons, and likewise, if you're on a start line for a race, you, it's yeah, okay. There might be the odd time when you go, well, I'm just running this, but you're not because you're running for a time, or you're running because you've enjoyed the training over the past six weeks, or whatever that may be. So, absolutely, you've, I think you've got to have a clear vision of of why you're doing something. I'd wrap that up in two words for you then, drawing back on something that you said right from the beginning, uh, and it's passion and purpose. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah, I couldn't agree more, I think, uh, yeah, why you're doing it, uh, and, uh, and and do what you love, as I say, life's too short, yeah. you've got you've to absolutely do things that you enjoy and get something out of. So thank you so much for that, Phil. Um, and thank you for sharing some of your stories and your wisdom and your learnings and your experience along the way. I will just say, I've tried the running. It's not for me. <laughs> that isn't my passion. And it's certainly not my purpose in life. But good luck to you with all of your future en- endeavours in business yeah. and in your running and your activities as well. Thank you very much. Really appreciate it. And can I just say as well, good luck with uh, Kilimanjaro later this year. Thank you. Uh, that is a fair old challenge. And uh, yeah, walking is not my cup of tea either. So I'd rather <laughs> just get it over and done with. But certainly going that high and that much climbing is, uh, is, is, is absolutely commendable. So all the best with that. Thank you so much. Looking forward to it. And it wouldn't do for us all to do the same, would it? Absolutely. Thank you for listening to the HEW podcast. For continued support, 
Please subscribe using iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, or SoundCloud. And if you've enjoyed the episode, please leave a five star review on your download platform. Tune in for more value and more content the same time next week.